Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Easy Tarot Lessons. I am your host, Dusty White, author of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and Advanced Tarot Secrets. The new astrology book is coming out nicely. I'm in my noisy studio, so we will probably have some background noise again today. Uh, Ish is with me again on a private lesson, which we are recording. Hi, Ish. Hey, Dusty. Yay. Uh, any questions before we get into this today? Um, no, I'm good for now. All right. And it did turn out it was yesterday so um, that we did their um, How to Make Money on the Tarot. Uh, did you have any questions about that, or did you find that? And I, I mean, in all, all honesty, if you didn't like it, tell me <laughs> in front of God and everybody. <laughs> uh, no, I actually thought it was very informative. It really yeah, it gave me somewhere to start thinking about how to approach these people and the different services. So I thought it was really good. Thanks. Excellent. So that's your cue, everybody. If you missed yesterday's podcast uh, or audio lesson in podcast format, whatever, uh, called uh, How to Make Real Money, uh, Reading the Tarot, Part 1, uh, it's free. You know, just go to podomatic.com or actually go on iTunes or if you can't find it, go to easytarotlessons.com. No, easy. well, yeah, go to easytarotlessons.com and sign up for the free lessons and it's there or easytarotlessons.podomatic.com. Either way, you'll be able to find it. Go to Facebook. It's all over the place. Today, we are going to talk about one specific way to get out of the trap of working for other people, for somebody else. See, I don't know what you call that brain. Um, you're a brain surgeon. Um, I try to uh, I try to form a, formulate a sentence, and then too many words are like, oh, you know, how to stop working for somebody or how to stop wor working for other people. And so I have a word collision in my head, and so it comes out, Blah, 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 blah. Is there a medical term for that, or is it just stupidity? <laughs> um, <coughs> I don't know if there's a medical term for that. I think that's part of just being human. Yeah. You're trying to think of too many things at the same time. The signals the are crashing. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, today's podcast, Power Points. Wow. Yeah, fancy, that's some fancy terms. Uh, we're going to talk about how to set yourself up with uh, recurring clients. We're going to try to get in and out today rather than... Uh, 57 minutes um, I don't mind I could talk forever but I want to keep it short so that you guys don't have to listen to me go on and on first thing clients are hard to come by and they're expensive to advertise for I want all of you listening if you ever want to make a dime on uh, you know, using the tarot or astrology because this works just for that as well or being a psychic or a palm reader um, but since this is a tarot podcast, we're going to use tarot as an example. You could, you know, figure this out for Taoism as well. But if, if you're not interested in making any money, come back in a few podcasts. We'll do something else. But for those of you who are tired of your day job and you want to sit on your butt like I do and tell people your opinion and get paid good money for it, this is the show for you. Please take notes. Um, the thing that we need to understand is being a reader is a business. It's no different than opening up a McDonald's franchise, except for like the $750,000 fee. Uh, I, and, that, and that may be old numbers. You know, the number may have gone up because uh, it's McDonald's. Or opening up a liquor store, a dress shop, uh, starting your own mechanics or locksmithing service. Almost every business you can imagine is going to cost a lot of money. I mean, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars just to start up. And then you've got inventory if you're into retail. Uh, if you're doing service, uh, you've got tools that you have to have. So 
your your prices run through the roof. And then there's that evil bugaboo everybody has to deal with, and it's called advertising. How do you get people to come to you and give you money? Um, well, you have to convince them that you are worth um, their investment, and it's better if you convince them that you're the right person for the job. <clears throat> this is where the money comes in. Now, by contrast, let's say, for simplicity, being a tarot reader, meaning tarot reader, astrologers, like you pile all that together if you want. But for simplicity, uh, saying tarot reader, this is one of the cheapest businesses you can start, but you have to think of it as a business because you do have to get clients. You want your clients to come back to you because the cheapest client is the one that comes back to you. The most expensive client you will ever have, you know, exceptions aside, is your new client. Um, customer acquisition is a corporate term that's uh, bandied about. So we need to get you a lot of people saying, well, ish. We need a lot of people saying, oh, you're you're a rocket scientist and 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 brain surgeon and all this other stuff and. You read tarot. I want you to read for me. I want you to, to help me figure this out. And then whatever it is they want to know. A squeaky chair. In order to do that, we can work for a phone line. We can work for an agency, although those are few and hard to find, and very hard to find because it's not like you know, they, they really want people coming off the street saying, you know, hey, hire me, hire me. You know, it's very exclusive. Uh, we can set up our own uh, shop, we can work at a metaphysical store, or we can read for private and corporate clients. Today's business is, I mean, today's podcast is all about how to build up a good private practice on the cheap. If you want to spend tens of thousands of dollars advertising, uh, via Condios, you know, absolutely do it and enjoy it. But if you want to do it the cheap way, and you want to get right in and, and uh, make some money quickly, then you might want to consider this. Before we go anywhere, a couple of disclaimers. I offer no guarantee other than debts and taxes. Um, so don't think that I'm going to tell you that you're going to make a whole bunch of money at the tarot. Um, also, I would like anyone listening to please never give medical advice unless, like, issue happen to have some kind of fancy PhD. Um, don't give legal advice unless your name ends with Esquire or whatever they're calling lawyers these days. In other words, you know, use common sense. You don't have to run around saying, oh, I disclaim everything I say, but please don't, don't think so highly of yourself. And I know it's tempting, especially when you're channeling, like, oh my God, this is good stuff. Don't guarantee people that something is going to happen. These people are coming to you for advice. They're coming to you for help. Um, help them, advise them, but always tell them flat up front, say, every, take everything I say with a grain of salt and use your best common judgment. Now, after that, and I'm proven right, you can come back and tip me. But, um, you know, protect yourself because we do live in a litigious society and there's no sense just going out to making dumb statements. So all those disclaimers aside, let's talk about how to make some money. What you have to do first and foremost in issue, I hope you're paying attention and taking notes even though this is being recorded, you have to set yourself apart from the herd. We talked a little bit about this yesterday, that everybody and their dog seems to have a psychic hotline or is available by video, video chat, chat, email, text, phone, uh, you know, by mail. 
where they will give you a reading. And there are tons of websites that say, hey, first three minutes free or get your 10-minute reading for $20 and, and whatnot. And, you know, that's fine. The problem is that uh, it's just too many people out there. There's a whole bunch of noise. That's what I mean by the herd. If you are going to make any real money uh, at this, you have to develop yourself a, a sterling or even a platinum reputation. You have to do, uh, and you do that by doing excellent work. And you have to approach this intelligently. So that's what we're talking about today. Uh, point number three, and I love all the clients in the world, anybody who's open-minded enough to go in for a reading, even if it's as a joke, uh, thank you very much. But we need to look at our clients realistically. These are people. Um, there's good people, bad people, smart people, smarter people, and then there's ish, and then there's people like me and typing monkeys. But when it comes to people being clients, um, you know, God bless them all, Mr. Scrooge. Um, was it God bless us all, Mr. Scrooge? But they're not really trained to be clients. So you're going to get some wackadoodles. You're going to get some people that come at you from very strange places. And what they're really doing is they're just coming to you with their defenses up. You know, it's no different than going into a nightclub and, and I point you in a direction and say, go get a date with that girl you've never seen. You're like, ah, and then you've got to approach her and then she's like, what's this crazy person you now? Are you bothering me again? Unless you're like, you know, ridiculously hot. You're like, hey, I'm ridiculously hot. But most of us, you know, in that situation, we're going to be afraid to approach them. We're going to, you know, have to figure out what to say. And then this complete stranger that we're walking up to and we're saying, you must date me. They're like, oh, wait, what What do you base that judgment on? You know, is it this? Is it my plunging neckline or is the fact that um, you've, analyzed my IQ intellectually, uh, I mean telepathically, <laughs> words right, and, and figured we'd be uh, compatible conversational partners. When you're, what, there's, there's, a, there's a reason for all this mumbo jumbo and rambling. When your clients come to you, they've been brainwashed and talked about this yesterday and other times by horror movies and uh, TV and scandal news shows and, and a whole bunch of stuff. They don't have a clear understanding of how the process works. So we have to allow for that. We have to uh, gently guide them with a firm hand. And we have to kind of stay in control of the reading. Now, there's nothing nefarious implied there. We're not. And then please, if you're, if you're listening to the show, don't ever pull that TV psychic crap. You know, I, uh, Does anybody in the audience have a grandmother? I'm saying, I do. Oh, I'm getting a message from your grandmother. I mean, I hate those people. It's, you know, um, don't pull any scams. I promise you it's not worth it. And besides, after you learn what you're going to learn today, you'll be happy. So again, a lot of ethics today. We're talking about a lot of just uh, common sense ethics. And know that your your clients, most of them haven't been to a psychic before or a reader. And those who have, had, had maybe had good experiences, maybe had bad experiences. So you are really on trial. You walk in, it's like, order in the court. Ish, the psychic is on trial. I don't believe in any of this stuff, but my friend told me on a dare to go, you know, get it done. You know, so sometimes that'll happen. Um, so expect that so that you don't get all hurt or bent out of shape or defensive yourself because that's no way to establish a psychic bond and actually make a good impression. Okay, we got that out of the way. Uh, last point. 
don't waste your money on advertising and never, ever, ever pay people to put you in some kind of directory of psychics. Um, there are different places that will certify you. <sighs> Be careful. I'm not saying that any of these are um, credible, and I'm not saying that any of them are scams. But do your research. Um, what does the, the Romans used to say? Caveat emptor? I hope I got that right. Ish, did I even pronounce it even close to properly? I have no idea. Oh, you Sorry. Yourself a scientist. <laughs> uh, buyer, let the buyer beware. So here's a quick, easy, quick and dirty, easy way that works tremendously. And the reason why I'm telling all of you people is because even though we have a large number of listeners to the show, you guys represent such a small portion of the people who are interested in going out and reading for a living that if you do this, and very few of you actually will, unfortunately, uh, which makes it better for those of you who do, you will have an edge on every other reader out there. Um, all right, here we go. Big secret of the day. Business cards. Business cards. That's it. Postcards, flyers, advertisements, 900, forget all that. Um, the key, though, is I've seen a lot of crappy business cards. As a matter of fact, I've only seen a handful of tarot readers that have a good business card. Um, if you want to have fun, do a Google search. Go on your Internet browser and uh, go into Google and just go tarot business cards or psychic business cards and um, go to images so that you just see all the images and prepare to have your eyes bleed. Um, there are pictures of the, uh, the reader and there are big, fat, bold black fonts. A black font is, is bold, but it's extra bold. Um, and there's outlines and gradients and, and then there's, you know, all the spiritual symbols. People try to cram them all in. Excuse me one moment. Sorry. <coughs> I really need to work on the uh, production values of this show, but I'll trade that for really good information. I don't care if you're into Om or Nam Renge Kyo or Pagan or Omani Padri Hum or whom, sorry, this is all some Buddhist shit. I don't know. Um, or, or, you know, it would, and I pick on a Buddhist because they're nonviolent. But, uh, you know, whatever your religion is, yay for you. But that doesn't mean that everybody else in their dog is interested in it. And just because you like fluffy colors and want to put uh, every pagan symbol on the card possible, that doesn't make it good business. You're going to turn people off. And this is what I mean. When you look at, just go to pagan websites. And I like pagans. They're all great, blah, blah, blah. But the websites they design are just, they're scary how bad they are. Um, if your business card has one job, it's to get the person you give it to, and ish, you better be listening here, it's to get the person you give it to to get them to call you or email you, which brings up another point. So first, we're going to talk about conservative business cards. But before we before we do that, we're going to have a first first, which makes no sense. Don't put your blankety blank 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 website on there. If, if you give me a, a business card with your website on it, I will tear it up in front of you, spit on it and stomp on it on the floor and then do a little happy dance. Here's why I don't want you to have your website on it. 
Ish, do you have any idea why your business card shouldn't have your website on it? I'm going to do a pop quiz. No, I don't. That's a good answer. Okay. If I give you my business card and it has my website on it, chances are you'll go to my website. I've given you a reason not to like me. If my website is cups and chalices and coins and pentacles and, and, and every symbol known to mankind, or if it's a crappy website, if there's anything you don't like about that website, what are you going to do? You're going to go, new tab, psychics in my area. Once you are on the web, now you're on the web, which means that, oh, you know, here comes Mr. Squirrel, distractions abound. What if somebody has a nicer website than I do? What if you go, oh, that reminds me of this other psychic. Oh, I wonder if they're still around. You know. Um, also, let's say you do like my website. Now you have to make the decision to call or email me, which means you have to take the card back out. You could have done that in the first place. Or you have to scan my um, webpage, and you're probably going to look for testimonials um, and you're going to look for a phone number or an email. And we need to think in the terms of clients. And this is why I want you to really take a week. Don't take a day. Take an entire week and really think about your business card. Um, when you put your website on your card, you're telling people to go to your website. That's not contacting you. That's going to your website to find reasons not to contact you. On your business card, it should have your name, whatever it is you want to be called. I like people to call me His Almighty Greatness. They don't need to know my name. Um, and then it has either your email or your phone number. You could do both. Another reason why uh, you don't want to put your website is people are going to look to see if you have a special. They're going to want to know your rates before they, you know. You want them to talk to you. Uh, ish, if I call, if, if you give me my business, if... <laughs> If you give me your business card and I call you, you can tell me what your rates are. I'm already on the phone. But if I'm goofing around on the Internet, I'm like, oh, $45. Where's that? For? Didn't I see a site that's like a free reading for 10 minutes and then I get to pay if I like it or not? We want to make somebody calling you a one-step process. Oh, my God, I want to call Ish. Bling, bling, hello. Or I want to email-ish. Not a two or three step process. Okay, I have to go to my computer. All right, okay, that's an email. Um, I, gotta, I gotta look at the website. And now I click on email-ish. Now, I don't know about the rest of you. I don't use Outlook. So, I know, I'm a bad person. So when I click on one of those hyperlinks, uh, this gets a little nerdy, a little tech computery. But if it's an email hyperlink and I click on it, it says JavaScript void. Nothing happens. I actually have to select, take the mouse, select the email, right-click, copy the link, um, not copy the email address. It's one of those two because one of them doesn't work. Then I have to open up a new tab, log into my email, paste that, assuming I haven't gotten distracted, and then I can email her. We're about a minute in. You know, uh, It doesn't seem like a lot, but, you know, a lot... Internet time moves by really quickly. I can get distracted. I can I can screw up and whatever. On the other hand, if I, if I just want to call or email, I can do it from my phone and go do do 
It's beauty about a smartphone. Um, I prefer phone numbers, but if you want to do an email, that's fine too. You want to make it as simple, easy, and direct for people to contact you. Here's why. If you give your business card-ish to 10 people and they all want to contact you, if they only have your phone number, you will get 10 phone calls or you will get 10 text messages or you'll get 10 voicemails because you missed it. But 10 people reached out and contacted you. If you get your email, uh, if it's the email on there, chances are you'll get 10 emails. You might lose one or two. If you put your website on there, you'll be lucky to get two or three of those people because they're going to get distracted. In other words, you have lost somewhere between 10 and 80% of your business simply because you put the wrong thing on your business card, not because you had a crappy business card, not because people didn't like it. So please, for the love of God, everybody, don't put your stupid email, don't put your stupid website on there. I know your website is God and it's gold and it's cute and it's got bunnies and it's the best website ever. I, I really, I love all of you, I want to give you a big hug. Don't do it. If they want to find your, 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 your website, great. Your website is a business card. Why do you give them a business card to go to another business card? So please, and you see this all the time. Like I said, don't don't take anything I say for as gospel. Go online and see how other people do it. And then get some soap and water to wash your eyes out because you're going to be crying at, at how bad it, everything is. Now, as far as the business card, I'm not saying to be politically conservative. That's your own choice. I'm saying to be conservative with your business card. A nice, good linen quality. Um, if you want to do <coughs> uh, fancy colors, think conservatively. Um, look at a lot of business cards. Find something that catches your eye. Um, you can use images, but don't clutter your card up with images. You want people to be able to show your business card to someone. Here's another issue-ish, and and because I'm going to give Ish a test where she is going to send me her business card in the mail and I'm going to look at it and say, hmm. And I'm going to, I'm going to show it to like 30 or 40 people and uh, see how bad they, la they laugh at it. Because <laughs> that's exactly what your client's going to do. Okay, I've got a piece of paper here. Let's pretend this is a business card. Ish has handed this to me. If it passes my test, you know, it doesn't have rainbow colors and sparkles and everything else on it. And I say, hmm, okay. I'm going to stick it in my wallet. It'd be nice if it's memorable, but it doesn't have to be something special to be memorable. Ish needs to be memorable. You understand that ish. You have to get yourself in my mind, not necessarily your business card. I might keep your card because it's a novelty, but but you don't want me to keep it in my wallet and as a novelty and never call you. You want you know you to stick in my mind so that whenever I have a question or problem I immediately go to you when I'm driving down the road and I see psychic readings five dollar special like we talked about yesterday I think oh I've got issues card in my wallet bling I call you you do for five dollars yeah 30 seconds you know don't do five dollar readings please except when you're starting out but that's a different story okay nice conservative business card we'll talk a little bit about that in the morning I mean God, I'm just screwing this up. I, I apologize, everybody. I'm super excited, and uh, my cat's at the vet today, so I'm, I'm, my brain's somewhere else, and I'm making excuses. Um, but again, I think the quality of this uh, information will make up for the poor delivery. So, um, slowing down a bit because I've had way too much coffee this morning. Is it possible to have way too much coffee? 
<laughs> yes, yes. If you if you have to pee more than like three times an hour, that's that's seriously, it's too much information. That's way too much coffee. If your heart starts palpitating or you get jittery, it's too much coffee. That's another thing. Some people are really susceptible to that. So yes, yes kids at home, stay in school, <laughs> don't talk too fast, and uh, be careful about your the quantity of coffee that you ingest. And always have a nice conservative business card, and it has one function. Get that person to call you. That's all it needs to do. And that's another thing. You don't have to list every single service that you do. I do palmistry and astrology and tarot and phrenology. That's reading the bumps on people's heads. Uh, and dowsing. That's nice. Pick one or pick two. You know, pick, pick something solid. Um, but make it simple and direct and forceful that you can be of, of um, value to someone. And don't do the thing like, oh, get buy 10 readings, get one free. Please don't make your business card a coupon. And if you think I'm joking, please go online and, and look at the crap other people do. My goal is to get you up to the one, two, three hundred $300 an hour price tag as soon as possible. You have to have a business card that is worthy of charging $100, $200, $300 an hour. You may not be able to charge that just yet. It, re rely, it requires a lot of um, precision and accuracy. Um, you have to be very specific. Uh, and it's, it's always nice to record your readings. It's just a nice touch if you can. But your business card will make or break you. Now, here's another thing I like about business cards. Uh, we'll get back into my ranting about how you should design them in just a moment. But they are cheap, 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 cheap. I just got an email this morning from vistaprint.com. You can go to any place you want. If you want to go locally, that's fine. But I love Vistaprint. Um, I'm looking at something now. If you go uh, search, go to business, uh, go to vistaprint.com and you search business cards, you'll see exactly what, I, what I'm looking at. They have something, the first thing I want to talk to you is it says um, custom folded business cards. And this is a really nice one. It's a double-sized business card, but it folds over. Um, so it's like a little tent. And uh, the one that they show has got a brown cover and white ink, or maybe it's just white that's been printed brown and then the ink has been reversed. And on the inside, so it looks like a, a very high-class menu. Now, that would be a card that's both memorable and tasteful and says, why, yes, you are going to pay me $75 an hour. Um, you know, $5 special. Um, and it says right here, starting at $30. $30 is, that's nothing. When you're talking about an advertising budget, and another thing, 250 cards is more than enough. Please don't get 1,000 cards or 10,000 cards. You're never going to use them all. And even if you do use them all, by the time that you get out, Two, three hundred readings, you're going to probably want to change your business card anyway. <clears throat> Short runs, especially when you're talking something like thirty dollars, you'll be fine. Okay, so that's that's very nice. I wanted to make sure I uh, pointed you out uh, that option. The folded tent card. If you, I wish you guys could see this. Unfortunately, it's an audio lesson, so we can't. But uh, even if you go locally, look at VistaCards, VistaPrint.com. And just, what did I type in? Uh, literally, business cards. 
and it's under custom folded business cards and it's very very nice you'll see exactly what I'm talking about next thing um, I saw is I also looked at something called premium business cards I'm still on Vistaprint now at the very top of the page they have something that looks like confetti just scroll down here's what I like on the back of your business card if, if it says ish and it says um, intuitive counselor or tarot card reader or I'm real I'm smarter than you and I read tarot cards dot com. Hey that means I'm smarter than you and I read tarot cards dot com. <laughs> Damn it, that's mine. I'm I'm registering it first. Uh, and then your phone number. Um on the back, think like a doctor. Um I'm just happen to be looking at the Vistacard uh, page here where it says backsides and uh, it says appointment four and it says Monday, Tuesday through Sunday, it's got a little check mark, date and a time. That's a very nice touch. See, this shows professionalism. So if you hand someone your business card, you might consider putting uh, an appointment uh, thing on the back. And if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, I've told you where to go. Take a look at it. Uh, otherwise, you go in and raid any doctor's office, and you know they'll have an appointment card, and you can you can do that, or, or do some searches for you know appointment business cards. The thing is. It's a nice touch. It's on the back. What do people do when you give them a business card? They flip it over. And if it has a little appointment schedule on the back, they might just set an appointment with you right there on the spot. Or if not, they will know that you can do uh, you can set an appointment. One thing you might even do if you if you really have a nice, solid, secure ego is um, it says ish. I'm smarter than you because I read tarotcards.com. Readings by appointment or available. I, I would prefer that. Available by appointment. And then on the back, you have your appointments. Um, what we're doing is we're presenting you to the world as someone who's worth one, two, three hundred dollars an hour, even if you're charging like a soda. Even if you're saying, hey, you know what? Buy me a sandwich. Uh, I'll give you a reading. Go in with um, five diamond class don't go in and it's yeah again what is this backsides it said uh, starting at seven dollars so i mean you, you add and premium paper stock so even if you're up around fifty dollars for business cards <clears throat> i don't want you to go oh my god a 50 business cards is 250 dollars and eh, screw it you're only giving business cards out to people that you think will want to get a reading from you um and you want to give out a card that is impressive enough that they will show to someone else because they will show it to other people and you don't want those people laughing at your business card oh take a look at this guy uh, again do the google search and you'll understand what i mean don't do all ramble sparklies remember at all times your business card needs to be a magnet it draws clients into you the more effective your business card is, the less you have to hand out. The more effective your business card is, the less money you're spending on advertising, which means the more money you get to keep. Unlike McDonald's, for example, where if I spend... I was at McDonald's early this morning. It was weird. I don't normally go. I think I spent like six bucks on um, a couple of cheeseburgers and stuff because they hadn't started serving breakfast yet, and I was out prowling in the middle of the night. McDonald's probably profited maybe 10 or 20%. They had um, cost of materials, uh, labor, real estate, utilities, 
ish when you charge someone $25 that $25 is yours if you've had to pay 17 cents for a business card that's a pretty good uh, net margin now of course remember always pay your taxes and all that stuff but think about this you don't have to generate a large amount of money to be able to put a large amount of money in your pocket that's one of the beauties of this business and that's why I want you to treat it as a business and treat yourself as if you're royalty don't royalty wouldn't accept something just cheap and, and, and um, made of poor quality um, and then again don't don't spend two three four hundred bucks on business cards just you know because you're gold-plated or whatever unless you have that kind of money to throw away and you don't care but simple elegant and conservative is the way to go and remember that little trick about appointment on the back you can also do that with the folded business card you can have your name on the front and your nice little if you want logo or by appointment and they open it up and it just says hey you know appointments that's a good way to go man I should actually charge for this um, okay we talked about how not uh, to design a business card that's another point that I have for you the problem with designing a bad business card is it's going to prevent people from calling you now that's the long and the short of today's lesson it doesn't sound like much but this is how the real pros do it if you want me to peel back the curtain and let you know what the big boys and girls are doing that's it so let's review you can work for a psychic hotline which is great you know I've, I've done that for numbers of years you don't own those com uh, customers and the chances that they will ever call you back again it varies but it's somewhere between slim and none for most of your clients so it's a constant turnover you got to keep bringing in new clients uh, nothing's better than having someone you work with maybe you see them a couple of times a year uh, maybe you'll see them a couple of times um, a quarter uh, every every couple you know what is a quarter three months yeah uh, it's two bits that's the best that's when you're working with someone towards a goal where you're providing them information they can't get on their own and in the meantime they've have information that they're working with so this is the kind of relationship that I want you to develop with your clients so that you don't have to run around and constantly find new people to read for you don't have to make 10 to 30 cents a minute and be worried about how you're jacking up somebody's phone bill because that if, if you've got a soul that should really be in the back of your head at all times now what do we do with business cards we're going to talk a lot um, if not tomorrow the next time we do a podcast on how to actually get private clients so we will talk about ways to incorporate all this let's see real quick I think I actually have some more notes here I said it was long and short of it sorry I also said 15 minutes uh, we're 35 minutes into this yay okay I'm I've got two more pages of notes here um, you know what I'm gonna uh, ask I'm gonna beg your indulgence ish do you have a couple more minutes to talk oh yeah I have time okay and hopefully you guys have a couple more minutes to listen I don't want to break this up into another podcast it's just rude so you can put it on pause or you can just hey, I don't listen to this or you can listen and you learn how to make a lot of money I will try to be quick with this uh, another point here I um, and I'm 
wish I would have gotten to this, but I'm glad I wrote, wrote it down because I totally would have forgotten. I want you, um, I want you to think of your card. Your business card is like fishing bait. And you, you know, you put the little worm on the hook and you throw it in the water. Well, that's like any advertisement. So you want really good bait. You want the fish to go, wow, this is the best thing ever. Just like any advertisement, all advertisement is like fishing bait. All business cards are fishing bait. Some people use them as ego statements. I am Dr. Ish. Here's my card. See, this is proof. No, that's not what you're doing. Your, your business card is like, here's my card. This card should make you go, wow. This person has presented themselves as credible. And when I have questions, I want to call them. Bang, fishing bait, you know. Um, don't try to impress your clients with how fancy your business card looks. Impress them with your skill during the reading. Please think about that. Because I know a lot of people are going to go, eh, I'm not going to listen. You're going to pay for it in the long run. You know, not to nag, but I've worked with the boys who make the money. I make a little decent money myself every once in a while. Okay, design tip again. Think about, uh, think like your client. I think we've talked about that. Ish has been trying to figure out how to get clients. So I'm going to present this to her, but I want everybody to sit over my shoulder and watch me pick on her and apply this to your own life. Ish, I want you to imagine your perfect client. Whatever you do for the love of everything that's holy in life, do not be a jack-of-all-trades psychic. There's too many of them out there. Do you want to read for corporate uh, executives who want insight. Again, they've got all the stats and figures and numbers, and they got money to blow. You know, the idea is that they're throwing you a couple hundred dollars for a reading, whatever, as long as you are giving them good information. And if during the course of their affairs, the information you've gave them, given them, information you gave them, either way, just happens to coincide with everything that they know and has been working, they can have faith that if they follow your advice, they can put the screws to their competition, which is what business is all about. Would you like to um, uh, answer questions about romance, money, lottery numbers? Uh, do you want to work with the police or private detectives? Uh, would you like to work with psychologists? Oh, I'm sorry, you are a psychologist. Um, the question is, who is your ideal client? A lot of very talented readers don't read for the public. You, you don't ever know about them. You don't need to know about them. They, they're not like Madame Cleo. It's like, ah, you know, the, the, if you don't know who Madame Cleo is, look for the Madame Cleo uh, advertisements on YouTube. It's, it's pretty sad. A lot of these people, you would just walk right by. You know, they, they make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. You just walk right by them. You'd never even know. And that's the way they want it. They dress. They dress like they dress, but they don't dress like some, you know, gypsy out of a, you know, horror movie or something. I crossed my palm with silver five times. I mean, who says that, other than me? So think of your perfect client. If you want to work for corporate uh, corporate executives, design your business card in that fashion. If you want to do romance uh, or relationship counseling, well, maybe a little pair of interlocking hearts or a pink card on linen. Maybe like um, um, a purple or or a scarlet ink that's metallic. Um, just put just put some thought into it so that every part of your marketing message is congruent. Thank you, Tony Robbins, for that word. 
Um, I've already ranted about not calling a website. Uh, nobody calls a website. That's the, that's why you know it's not like I'll call your website. No, you won't. You'll go to the website and find reasons not to call me. Um, one of the huge points: please don't be afraid to specialize. Imagine your perfect client. Ish, I know you're just starting out, but it's not. It's never too early to think. I would like to read this way. I would like to help people find their cats. I'd like to help specialize in romance. I'd like to use the knowledge I have to work on archaeological expeditions. There's all different ways you can go, but the point is that the more you specialize and focus, the more fun this job will be and the more money you make. Because the jack-of-all-trades people, those are the ones that you see generally on the internet. It's not that they're bad people, it's not that they're not talented, but without a, uh, a tight focus on who they want to read for, well, they end up like me and, and hundreds of others, people that I've worked for, and tens of thousands of people I've never met, who just take the easy way out and say, well, I'll just hire myself onto a company and take whoever calls in. I'm not saying that's a bad path, but I really don't want anybody listening to be stuck with that. I want you to have a much higher income and a much higher um, quality of clients. Uh, again, business cards are cheap, easy to make, and you stick one in your pocket. What I would like you to do if you do the business card thing, if you've followed every step of the way, have a couple of business cards in your car at all times uh, or your bike or whatever your transportation is. You don't need more than two or three in your wallet or your purse, but you know, assuming you have a vehicle of your own, I think the, like a good ratio would be three or four in your wallet or purse. If you have a little business card case, maybe up to ten. Uh, put the rest in your in your um, in your car. Because we were at a party. Let's say you're ish. You know, um, let's say you're reading at a party. That's um, matter what. That's one thing we're going to talk about tomorrow or the next time we talk. Uh, is reading at parties and how to make money doing that and how to turn those into clients. But for example, just as a hint of uh, what we're, or a little sneak peek of what we're talking about, if you're reading at a party and you've got a line of people and you're just having fun, light, happy readings and after every reading you've said, you know, you've had fun with them and you've, you've made them feel good about themselves and you've been incredibly honest and ethical, you hand them your card and you say, hey, you know, here's my card. If you need something, give me a call. Oh, crap, you're out of cards. Well, you didn't want to walk in with a big armful of cards. Well, they're in your car. They're not, like, back at the house. So think think as if you're not going to carry around a bunch of cards, but have some close by in case you start reading for someone and all of a sudden a line forms. And you'll be surprised if you're reading for someone at the park or at a coffee house or at a party how quickly the line forms. You want to have one card for everyone, and you want to give your card to that person, look them in the eye, and very sincerely say, let me see if I can help you with that. Uh, or if there's anything I can help you with, just give me a call. Um, all of this has come from 35 years of research and study, 20 years of teaching professional readers. Uh, not to brag, I'm just letting you know I'm not Johnny come lately. Uh, I've worked with hundreds of psychics. Uh, day in and day out in the same environment, did not you know? I met, shake hands, hello, you know. Uh, in the same office, big huge offices. I've worked for several different agencies. I've worked for psychic hotlines. I've worked on the internet. I've done corporate readings. Uh, my clients do include real estate agents, um, New York executives. 
like, like Wall Street executives, not that New York is any better than any other place, um, um, doctors, surgeons, um, other psychics. I've been there, I've seen it, I've done it. All I'm trying to do is impart the best business practices over to you. So take everything I say with a grain of salt, but this is your life and this is your career. So I want to give you the best direct option. And I really think that business cards will serve you well and they'll be the cheapest, fastest way to build up a good clientele so you don't have to work for anybody else, ever. And you can make a nice five, six digit income. It's possible. Again, remember I said no guarantees. You gotta do the work, I can't do it for you. If you don't already have the book, please pick up a copy of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and get started because none of this business card stuff is any good if you don't bother to learn. And I be, this book is is a unique. I, I I know that for a fact. And if you read through that book and you're ready to become a professional, pick up a copy of Advanced Tarot Secrets. You can get either one of these books at your local bookstore. If you tell them, buy me a book, or you can go on Amazon. You can go on Barnes and Noble. If you're in, if you're outside of America, which many of you are, thank you for listening. Try BookDepository.com. I know it's owned by Amazon, but they ship anywhere in the world free of charge. BookDepository.com. Um, if you have any questions, post questions on the comments. Uh, we will talk tomorrow about um, how to actually make the money. Uh, yesterday we talked about how you know what what the job market looks like. Today we talked about the power of business cards and how to do it the right way. Not because I say so because this is how the market works. If you don't believe me, look at some of the gaudy business cards that people use. If you use those yourself, do a special paper. Just go, <laughs> throw them away, burn them, recycle them. Give them to somebody else, have them write their name on it. Get yourself something tastefully done. Don't spend too little money, don't go crazy with it. Um, you don't have to go to Vista Print, obviously. Uh, was there anything else in Vistaprint I wanted to say? Oh, yeah, if you do look at premium business cards at Vistaprint, um, I did notice I'm normally against the multicolored splashy cards, but I do see a couple here that I do like. Um, again, think artful, tasteful, and only needs to get someone to call you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with my ranting and everything else. Ish, did you have any questions on this? Because this is also, you know, your time. Um, no, I'm I'm good. It gave me a lot to think about. And give you a lot to do as well, because I'm going to expect well, yeah. a business card from you. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Thanks everybody. Uh, tune in next time, and we will uh, next next time it's the mother load. We will probably go at least an hour, so block off some time for that. If it gets too long, I'll chop it into two podcasts so that you don't. Uh, you know, they'll be free. It's not like, you know, oh, I've got to pay for this. i got one. Um, thank you for being here. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. If you aren't getting these free lessons, and there's much more than the podcast. we got written lessons, video lessons. I've got a whole bunch of new lessons coming out. And you won't get them unless you go over to easytarolessons.com. Up in the top left corner, it says sign up for our free lessons. All I need is your email address. You'll be lucky if I send you one email a month at this point. But when I do send you out an email, it's because we do have new lessons. Uh, otherwise, you can go to advancedtarotsecrets.com. Same thing. Sign up for email lessons. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And Ish, thank you for, for your time. Thank you, Dusty. Bye.